TV shows and anything in the entertainment industry. I think so, yeah. 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 If you can tell on uh, YouTube, we only have one mic now. One mic right now. One mic. The other one broke. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Even but though I literally just said it broke. Yeah, I know, but we'll, <laughs> I just got fancy with it. You got fancy with it. I got fancy. You fancy, huh? You fancy, huh? Remember to follow us on Instagram at Steven Centrella, on Twitter at Thorndale Talk, our official Twitter page, at Kibbles312 and at Steven Centrella. You got it. He's the popular guy in this. He's got Not really, but yeah. <laughs> Not really, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said Twitter, and then our Facebook page. Remember to follow Thorndale Theater Talk. Follow that. Damn. I got angry. <laughs> and then our YouTube channel, Thorndale Theater Talk. To like, subscribe, comment, tell us what you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Remember to listen to us, our other 49 episodes on streaming podcast streaming services like Apple Podcast Breaker and Spotify. Episode fifty, Steve O. Episode fifty. Golf clap. Golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. Little, little golf clap. Little golf clap. Golf clap. Yeah. Alright, let's get to it, Steve O. Your movie of the week. Before what? we get into it, next week, just keep in mind. Oh, true. Yes, true. We're gonna be doing a review on the movie Minari. There we go. Minari with Steven Yoon, foreign film. It just came out of VOD Friday, I believe, this mm-hmm. past Friday, so yeah, we'll get a review Just for that. Just give me a heads up. So next week, we're going to be doing a review on that movie. So there may be some spoilers. Probably. Probably. But just keep in mind. So get a chance to watch it this week or not. Or, you know, you do you. This is why you're here. I was going to completely forget about that. Exactly. I actually did. Right. So, Steve-O, back to my original question. Yes. What, what was your movie of the week? My movie of the week this How week. How was it? It was phenomenal. <laughs> my movie of the week this week was A Piece of a Woman. Uh, so it's a Netflix original movie. Uh, it's with uh, Shia LaBeouf. It's with uh, Vanessa Kirby. Uh, it's with Molly Parker. Ellen uh, Ber... I can't say her last name properly. Uh, Burstin? Burstin? Yeah. Uh, but, so to give you a background on what the movie's about, uh, so Van- uh, Vanessa Kirby's character, she's pregnant, and she decides to do a home birth. And there was complications with the birthing process, and uh, her baby does unfortunately doesn't make it. Uh, so it's kind of the movie is pretty much about like her and her partner, who Shia LaBeouf, how they're dealing with this. Like again, it's uh, never easy when you your baby's born and then a few seconds later it passes. But yeah, it's what happens, and you just see the struggles that they go through. It's a very intense movie. It's very sad. Uh, definitely, like, performance-wise, by, uh, Vanessa Kirby, honestly, unbelievable. Like, she genuinely, like, it's a situation no one could really ever understand, unless you go through it. So, the way that she did it was just unbelievable. Like, it it really was very moving. And then, uh, the person who plays her mother, uh, Ellen Burst, I can't say her name, Burstin, 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 Burstin. I think. Yeah. Uh, so her she plays a she plays the mom and great supporting actors right there. Honestly, both should be nominated. Both of them unbelievable uh, performances. Shia LaBeouf, I pretty much plays himself actually. So his character is a uh, a recovering substance abuser, and he's really just trying to keep it all together while this whole thing is going on. So. It was a very moving movie, very sad. So if you do check it out, you'll be a little depressed, I'll be honest. But it's great performances, seriously, great performances. You'll be really depressed, but you'll love it. You'll, it's, it's really good. I know what you're saying. And also, just to pre-warn you, I'm just going to pre-warn yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get ready. Yeah, if you watch this movie, you're going to see Shia LaBeouf's dick. Why? I don't know. Like, on three separate occasions, too. I don't get it. Like, it's so unnecessary. Especially one of them... You said one of them wasn't bad, though. You said, like, it's One fine. of them, it made sense in the scene, what was going on. Like, he was... So, so, so sex. Yes. <laughs> but the other two was just like, you do not need to close up on that. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, just to pre-warn you, yeah, like, if you do watch that movie, yeah. It's, You'll have unnecessary junk scenes. Yeah, unnecessary junk scenes. But yeah. other than that, it's a very moving movie. Uh, Highly recommend it. I do recommend it. I 
I don't see the thing. I I think it should be nominated, but at the same time, uh, I I can see it not being nominated. But definitely, the actresses will be nominated for their performances. There's no doubt about that. So love it. Something love to it. check out. Piece of a Woman on Netflix. All right, Jordy, what was your movie of the week? My movie of the week was Nomadland. Oh, Nomadland. I also watched a bit oh, of that, too, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nomadland. Nomadland. It was like a cute, like, saying, oh, uh-huh. like, an adorable thing that you did. Yeah. Okay, Nomadland, <laughs> Nomadland, directed by Chloe Zhao. It's on Hulu right now. Do your Hulu thing. Hulu! Hulu! Okay. It's with Frances McDormand, and it follows this woman, I guess, in, like, being a nomad, which is basically, like, they're, uh, Jesus, van dwellers, as they say. They, you know, they live off the land, they yes. live in their cars, and they yes. just drive. And yes, and b- she's doing this because of events that happen that you don't see, but they, like, reference a lot yep. to, her, to her in the background. I thought it was very fucking good. I thought it was very good. I think the thing, first of all, Frances McDormand, I don't know, she's just great. She's always great. She's going to get nominated. She's I don't know actress. if she's going to win, but she's, she deserves to get nominated. She was phenomenal. I like, maybe it's the authenticity of, like, it's a movie without a plot. It is. It's a movie that you're seeing how they are and how they live. Yeah. Like, throughout the year of, like, winter and when it gets really hot or, like, any troubles that go about it. Um, It really, there really isn't a plot. It's just her going, she goes through some struggles, some emotional struggles because of, like, her past and how she, like, has to try to get over it, but it's hard for her. I'm not trying to... Although it's not really spoilers because they literally tell you within like first like ten minutes, but it's more of I want to like want you guys to see it for yourselves. It's it's very good. I I think also because many of those actors are actual like nomads, like they're actual van dwellers and they're not have no acting. They're real people. Traits. They're real people, yeah. and they actually go through the, these times, and they're actually so good in it. Where you just because the whole point of the movie, like I said, is just seeing how they live so it's like it's weird seeing a movie without a plot it's I, it's, it's weird because i remember you referencing you might hear and say it was a little a little boring I okay that i did feel yeah so i watched it too it was a little boring at times but i feel like that's wise because uh, you're right the movie didn't have pretty much a plot it was just event happy event and yeah. like but again the the moments in the movie where you actually hear the nomads like oh, share, share their stories it's very it's very moving and very yeah. sad and you know, it's it definitely makes you like these these people are thinking just in terms of life. Yeah, like, like because uh, these bad events happen, and they're they're trying to make the most of what they like of what's left of their lives. Yes, like a lot of the people that you meet in the movie, because they're like obviously real nomads. I've gotten the sense of like no one really, I guess grows up and want I, I shouldn't say no one grows up and wants to be it we didn't really see it but from like the people that you, you hear in their stories it's more of like they're trying to find themselves after a tragic event that happened in their lives mm-hmm. and this is one way that they do it and the the ending conversation of the the guy that tells his story is so moving and so so sad so sad and it's it so really touching is. and it like it, he's right about like everything he says in my opinion and it's just you kind of feel like okay I I like you know, it's strange not wanting a house or wanting to live there, but it, you you get why they're doing it, and you shouldn't judge it all because they've gone through horrible stuff, and, like, their reasoning behind it all is so moving. And the mo- the movie's great. I, I can't wait till we talk about, like, like our top five movies of the year, because I'm sure we'll do it in one of these, like, yeah. cl- closer up to it, but it, I, it, might, it might hit it. I think it might hit my top five movies of 2020. Yeah. Like, not really 2020 because it came out after, but you know, like the Oscars. The for, Oscar year. Yeah. But I highly recommend it. It's on Hulu. Please watch it. Give it a shot. I think it's great. All right. All right. So, what's your movie of the week for this week? My movie of the week this week is going to be The Father. Uh, it's with Anthony Hopkins. Uh, it's with Olivia Coleman. Uh, so, pretty much what the movie is about is a... Man uh, refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. So Anthony Hopkins plays an older man. He is an older man, but like he plays an aging person. And uh, his daughter keeps trying to give him assistance uh, with either helpers or herself. And he just refuses uh, the help because he feels like he doesn't need it. And But things keep changing circumstance-wise uh, as 
like his state of mind kind of starts going a little. So it's really just uh, the movie's gonna be about a guy aging and not it's, accepting it's him aging. So yeah. that's what the movie's gonna be about. Uh, it is in theaters right now. Uh, not available on video on demand yet, but it should be later in this week. So okay. okay. Uh, uh, yeah, usually like the you know yeah, select theaters or theaters select theaters, for but it should two be two weeks or a week and then. Come so back I'll be watching video on demand. All that fun stuff. And yeah, so The Father. It's going to be another yeah. uh, depressing movie. I'm going to be back-to-back on depressing movies, but you know. Yeah, you got to get a comedy after this. I, I, after this, you I, I need that. some action or comedy. So yeah. I'm going to lift some spirits, yeah, baby. But uh, yeah, The Father's gotten some, like, I want to watch it too. I might watch it this week as well. I was so. going to say, it's gotten great reviews. It's got 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. To be honest with you. It's got 88% of Metacritic and a 7.9 on IMBD. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, definitely IMDb is like impressive. Like when you're in the seven, I feel like when you're in the sevens, that's really good because they they rate that really tough. They do, and I will. Uh, the movie's actually not that long either. It's only an hour, an hour and thirty seven minutes. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch it. So it's uh, link is on VOD. Yeah, well. so it's definitely gonna be a good watch. Again, depressing, yes, but yeah. All right, after this I week, mean, I, I gotta get some <laughs> comedy. I agree. I mean, we're in the same. Boat. We're trying to watch all like the big nominated movies coming yeah. into like Oscar season and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly haven't to be, yeah, I haven't heard of this movie until like Golden Globes came out, and then I then I heard like you know not heard saw on the internet of you know the praise of this movie. But yeah, I might watch yeah. this week too when it comes out of VOD because I I mean I love Anthony Hopkins. How can you not love Anthony Hopkins? He's a great actor. Great actor. Creepy. Great actor. He's really good at his at Hannibal, but. Uh, yeah. Um, That's my movie of the week. So what's your movie of the week this week? I'm finally going to do it. One Night in Miami. Oh, there we go. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. You'll enjoy it. It it was one of my movie of the weeks. I decided to watch another movie. I forgot what it was that I watched. We couldn't remember. Yeah, I I can't. I I, I definitely watched a different movie. You did. But, uh, oh, it might have been, uh, Our Friend, the Jason Segel one. I think that's what it was. Maybe that no, that's what it was. I yeah, that was what it was. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. turn out. I mean, that movie was good, but I thought it was gonna be like fifty fifty, where there was a lot of funny stuff. It was just downright sad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, one night Miami, Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and uh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Couldn't think of the fourth one. Yep. Yeah. About a, we've said it before about a true story that they were all in a room at one night, but it's mostly like fictional facts of what we they assumed that we there was. The conversation that was happening. Exactly. So but it's a very good movie. Regina yeah. King directs King it. it yep. uh, it's up for it's in predictions for a lot of nominees for Oscars. And Regina King for best director. That's been uh, yeah. So but yeah, it, I'm excited. I've watched it. You're you're in for a good movie this week. Yeah. You're so, in for a good movie. Yeah. Don't really have to talk more about it because we've yep. done it before. So yep, that's my movie of the week. So Steve-O, let's do our uh, weekly WandaVision talk. <laughs> WandaVision it is. Let's do it. The only, only the YouTube people will understand your actions that you just did with it. You did the spookiness. Yeah. That's great. Alright, yeah. WandaVision, episode 8. I think it was called... Uh, I don't really remember. Just to bring warning, there will be some spoilers. Oh, there, there's 100%. So, there's going to be spoilers every time we talk about WandaVision. So, just a heads up. Give you a few seconds. You yeah. know, One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Alright, we're All right, done. Yeah, we're done. What do you think? You know, all right, so this episode, it's stuff we knew about Wanda's past. Like, we knew that, again, we learned it in Age of Ultron, and we learned it in uh, uh, Civil War and everything about her past, about her parents, how they died, about her brother, how he dies, and it's just now putting into visual effects. So you, uh, you legit just see the like visual effects of her tragic life. And so, uh, it's, it's very sad, especially, so now we see where the whole sitcom comes in. It's because, like, she grew up watching sitcoms, especially, like, the scene when, like, there's a war going outside her apartment, and her parents put on a sitcom to just kind of distract of what's going on out there. It's definitely her way of escaping from just the troubles of life, which, with pain, pain, which, again, that's a normal way to escape. Uh, but now you see when she created this whole world, that's why I turned into a sitcom because it's a world where nothing bad happens. It's all good, good times, funny moments, and just, yeah, again, 
it's it's very sad. You know, she really does she's have She's great in it. She is. Elizabeth Olsen she's is a, phenomenal in it, I think. Yeah. And she's been great this entire like playing Wanda, but still like Yeah, she was great. But Sorry I, for cutting you off. Oh no no. And then I, the only one thing that does lead me to wonder, like again, spoilers happening here. Yeah, yeah just do say uh, it. We've gone through it. So I wonder if she's always had the power she has and just the mind stone just enhanced them. Because I know what you're gonna say. Well, because with Kath, uh, Catherine Hahn's character, and she's saying like, "How did you develop your powers?" And we always thought she just got her powers from the Mind Stone. Like that's that's just what we figured. But clearly, it's showing that she might have already had powers, but just the Mind Stone, like, for like enhanced them, made them much better, made her much stronger. So. I think that she might have already had those powers because remember that bomb that was there and it yeah. was going to send off and it cuts off yeah. and you don't really know and she just said like, oh, it didn't go off. It was like a, f- I forgot what they... A dud. A dud. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not, the, bright, I'm not the brightest. But yeah, I mean, it made it seem like, and then the ending where she says you're the Scarlet Witch or whatever, which was cool for comic book readers. I'm sure they were like right. loving that. But yeah, it, it develop. I like it that they're doing this because it's developing her character more, and it's just saying like Wanda is not just this side character that. No, oh, yeah. Was just there. Same with, I mean, we knew Vision was from the beginning, but, and it's the 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 thing the important thing I got out of this is that we all assume that she went and got Vision's body and did it, but she didn't. She, she created. She Vision, literally created Vision, which is showing you how like we knew she was powerful as hell, but she's like on another level of what anyone was assuming. Yeah. She literally created a, a, a person. Yeah. And, but that, and we can only like, be in this like realm that she like created herself clearly. Cause when vision was out there, like he was starting to like disintegrate. Yeah. Cause it was outside of it. Yeah, like yeah. outside so, of the realm of what she can do. But again, that one scene where, uh, she opens like the gift from vision. That was just sad. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, that was really sad. That was really sad. Yeah, so, it was a very sad episode. <laughs> it was. Like it I was, said, it was very dark, it very depressing. It very, like, depressing how, why Wanda is Wanda and why she's she's always had trouble coping with loss or yeah. just pain in her life. Like, with her, they were saying with her brother, now, like, she found, she was, the, the flashback of her talking to Vision when, like, wasn't it after, like, her, her brother died? Yeah. And, like, just showing how he's, a, like, she realized, like, wow, like, he comes out of his way to, like, talk to me. Like, I kind of appreciate it, and then it develops there. Exactly. And kind of, he was the scapegoat also of, like, ignoring that pain of her brother, like, what happened to her brother. Right. So, like, she, oh, she found love, and it's showing you how love, all right, I'm getting into very, very, <laughs> very deep and in-depth of it, but that just shows you how I, like, have appreciated the MCU. Like, it really has developed into, you know... I'm low. I didn't tell you this. I'm low key rewatching the MCU again. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm on. I forgot what I'm on. I think I'm on Iron Man two or something. I, I just I randomly watched like the movies here and there. Yeah. Just my favorites. Like I actually watched uh, Infinity War. Oh, Infinity War is so good. What I honestly personally I think it's better than Endgame. I think so too. It's like I think Endgame's great. Don't get me wrong. I just Infinity War is one of my favorites. Yeah. And yeah, because that shows you that like it's not a common superhero world where they're always gonna live like it, it's it's just dark he's like they they lose yeah they lose but we digress there yeah, a yeah. little but yeah no it's just what my other question i wonder is so what wanda clearly created this world but was uh catherine hans character was she living in that town and she got sw- swept in there? yeah that's what we don't or, know but i can see that being talked to next episode yeah but again that's another question like yeah that's next question i have right there also her 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 beginning scene where she just takes the powers of all the witches and yeah her her mom like that i'm assuming she said mother right yeah Yeah. she did say mother yeah and like they basically said like she was i forgot what did she do that she was like getting she just they said she was too like like She'll never learn the ways or stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just never. And then they were like, she ca- the fact that she was like, I can be good, I can be good, and then your mom, the mom's like, no, no, you no, won't. You can't. And then she's just like, you're right, <laughs> you're <laughs> right, and just kills them. And it's like it's. But yeah, so I just more, I have more question about Catherine Hahn's character and then how she got really involved into this world. So that's more of my next question into this. Yeah, and I don't think she hasn't killed anyone, right? No, no one's killed anybody. Like, she never has. She's, like, I mean, like, 
Not Catherine Hahn's character? Yeah, yeah. She has, no, no, like, in, like, the WandaVision world, like, oh. right now. I mean, she killed, like, a witches there. I, I, I have no idea, because, again, we, we still don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it just seems like she's not trying to, like, hurt Wanda or anything. She just wants to know, like, how, well, although she just said that she's the Scarlet Witch, so I should... She just, wants to know, how, know how she was able to do... Yeah, and then she realized that she's the Scarlet Witch, so maybe, like, Catherine Hahn's gonna want to yeah. kill her now. But, okay, it's just great show. Next, you should watch it if you're in. Next week's will be the last episode, and then I uh, think it's two a week or two after the last week comes uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, so well, so next week, uh, not next week. Oh, this Friday. Yeah, is going to be the last episode, and then uh, WandaVision. And then two weeks is supposed to start uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then we'll start doing reviews on that as well. So be on the lookout for our last review of WandaVision next week. All right, now we're going to jump into the news. Yes, let's get to the news. As you know, we get all of our news from ScreenRant.com. You hear right here. ScreenRant.com. ScreenRant.com. All right. First big piece of news. Uh, so, Avatar Studios launched to create more new TV shows and movies. Nickelodeon has announced the creation of Avatar Studios. So, a new division in Nickelodeon to design and create more content of the uh, world of Avatar The Last Airbender. And with that came with that news coming out, they also did announce that Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, and there's an animated movie uh, in the works already right now, uh, uh, in development from the original creators. Steve-O, big... I, 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 heard, I heard you hate Avatar, but like, yeah. get us into your opinion on it. So, honestly, big fan, uh, excited at the same time. I, I'm really glad with this movie that they're going to be doing. Uh, the original guy, like the original creators are involved in it and they're going to be making it. So I'm excited about that. Uh, honestly, this is something I definitely, I would, because this is a world like I always wanted them to expand upon. But at, at the same time, when it comes to expansion of worlds, there's chances of like things not going well yeah. like TV like t doing TV shows and stuff they've already kind of expanded the world with the Legends of Korra the show's not bad it just didn't have the same spark as Avatar The Last Airbender it just like it, it really didn't have that same spark uh, but again with the original creators involved with the movie I'm excited for that we'll s see what else they do uh, to develop other TV shows and stuff so I just you know I'm excited but nervous so, that's really all I can say about that. It's really cool that they're they have their own division now on yeah. Nickelodeon, just creating more content. Yeah. So I don't really have an opinion on it. I've I've always seen like episodes when I was younger, and I liked it a lot. But I like for some reason didn't watch the whole thing. But it's good news that I mean it's always like it's in development, which doesn't mean like it's gonna happen. It's more of like oh there's talks, like they're talking with the original creators. So hopefully this works because I mean. The world that they did create is really cool. It is. I, I, so I'm a big fan of the world, but again, Avatar, like, t the TV series was really great. Yeah. And honestly, it's on Netflix. Give it a watch. Thir like, less than 30 minutes. Up they're 22-minute episodes. Slowly but surely, I have been watching it. Yeah. Just so you know. I'm on, like, episode, like, I don't know, 14. I don't know. But, yeah. All right. So next, big, next, next piece of news. So Hugh Jackman, uh, sci-fi thriller. The movie's called Res... How would you know? Reminiscence. Reminiscence. Uh, gets a teaser trailer and a release date. So this movie, uh, Hugh Jackman will be starring in it. It'll be directed by Lisa Joy, who has done, who's co-creator of Westworld. Yep. Uh, so this movie will be coming out in September in theaters and HBO Max. So hey, you got Hugh Jackman because who doesn't like Hugh Jackman? And it's going to be a sci-fi thriller. And then, of course, got Lisa Joy, co-creator yeah. of Westworld. Yeah. So. I mean, Westworld, big show, at least season one, was like the big, like, oh my God, everyone should watch Westworld. And that whole world was created. It's sci-fi. Lisa Joy knows a lot about sci-fi. Westworld, so. Yeah. And it's Hugh Jackman, like what Steve-O said. Can't, can't dislike Hugh Jackman. Can't go wrong with this. No, no. So, so check it out. Definitely. Once the trailer comes out, I will be posting that or, you know, be on lookout for the trailer. I thought it... Oh, no, the teaser. No, the teaser. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, just yeah, a yeah, teaser. teaser. Nothing. Who cares? Yeah, not an actual trailer. Yeah. All right. So next piece of news, Tom Clancy, 
the uh, the division movie gets a new director. So an upcoming Netflix movie based on the adaptation of the video game, Tom Clancy, uh, has founded a new director and has been replaced. Uh, so David Fi- David Le- oh God. David Leach. David Leach was supposed to direct the movie. Who has directed Deadpool two and another one that I'm blanking out of right now. Yeah, whatever. He's directed Deadpool too. Uh, so he is stepping away from the director's chair. He'll still be a part of it, but not full on uh, directing anymore. And a new director will be taking over. Is forget it. It's like Ross and something. Uh, he directed Dodgeball. He directed Were the Millers. Uh, keep talking, Steve. I'll find his name. Well, also, so in this movie, uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal is casted in it, as well as Jessica uh, Chastain. So you got a great cast behind it. And, again, uh, it's always never a good sign of changing in directors. But, you know, again, uh, with the new director, I, I get it. He's more of a comedy director. But Ross and Marshall Thurber. There we go. Yeah, I, I, that's a tough name to remember. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, yeah, directed uh, Were the Millers, Dodgeball. Uh, I think he directed Rampage with The Rock. And he did the, the, the Central Intelligence with The Rock. And yeah, he did Central Intelligence. But, yeah. I mean, we'll see. As again, wow, they're doing a lot of adaptations of video games. They have Uncharted, they have The Last of Us, now they're doing The Division, they did Borderlands that's going to come out. Yeah. Damn. It's a lot of adaptations of video games. We had an episode about that. Yeah, I know. And we're going to see more of it. Yep. All right. Next piece of news. Band of Brothers sequel, uh, Masters of the Air, has casted Austin Butler and uh, Callum Turner. Callum Turner. Uh, so the upcoming Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks produce Band of Brothers. They're doing a sequel called Masters of the Air, another uh, another war story that they're going to be doing in episodes, sharing the stories of uh, what the what these soldiers went through. Yeah, uh, you you hate Band of Brothers, right? Hate it. Worst miniseries in the world. Uh, but yeah, no, it's great. We it's great. It. We love it. It's on HBO. <laughs> it's on HBO Max. It's one of my favorite miniseries. Yeah, it's Super good. Uh, the fact that they're doing an, another one, it's not like a direct sequel. So it's, it's just another story called Band, like it's going to be called Band of Brothers, but Masters of the Air. So a different division. And so I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm assuming it's on HBO, right? HBO Max? I'm assuming HBO. That's where, that's yeah. Where that's where original, original from. So yeah. I'm assuming it will be on HBO Max. And then. The two guys they casted, uh, I know, so Callum Turner, he's actually, um, uh, he's... Elvis Presley, right? He's going to be the Elvis Presley, yeah, in and the, the biopic. And then uh, Austin Butler was uh, in... Tex. Was in Tex in... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. So, you know, like, young actors, you know, they I definitely could do a role like this. Uh, yeah, I, l- I like that they casted young actors, and a lot of, they might do, like, another cameo, like, a big, wasn't there a cameo, who's the cameo in Band of Brothers? There were a lot of cameos yeah, in Band of like, Brothers. Uh, one of them was Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah, yeah. That so was so stupid. <laughs> he, had, like, he literally had like one scene and was just like, I, I got like, ammo! Come on, I got ammo! It's kind of cool. Like, uh, okay, cool, thanks, bro. Yeah, this scene was worthless. I know, uh, I know. But it's so cool that you got Jimmy Fallon, though, yeah, but, for a show that you wouldn't think Jimmy Fallon would be a part of. That's true, yeah. But they had, they, that, that show had a lot of like fun cameos yeah. in there. Uh, so, yeah, so be on the lookout for Band of Brothers, Masters of the Air. Next piece of news, uh, so if you're a Ray Donovan fan, uh, they are developing a Ray Donovan movie at Showtime. So the show that was on Showtime, uh, Ray Donovan, uh, ended uh, about a year ago or two? Yeah, it got canceled. It got canceled. But, uh, so yeah, they're doing a movie to wrap to up. To wrap up everything. Yep. yep. So. It's with Liev Shriver, Shriver and, uh, oh my god, John Voight. Could yep. Know. So, yeah. If you're a Ray Donovan fan, that's exciting. Yeah. Another piece of news. <laughs> We're not, if you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. come here. Hollywood College uh, Admission Scandal Documentary coming oh, to boy. Netflix in March. I forgot we're still doing this story. March 17th. Uh, so, as you all know, with Aunt Becky from Full House, how she's going facing jail time because she paid colleges to accept their her daughters into school. Yeah, because... No one in the world has ever done that before. No uh, celebrity has ever done that. Before. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. No. No one. No one's ever done that. So uh, they're going to be doing a uh, documentary series to examine the whole thing. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Comes out March seventeenth. I 
I honestly cannot wait to not watch this documentary. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it just because I'm so curious what they're gonna say. Because like, people have been doing this for years. Like, they, like not even just celebrities. Like rich parents, if they have pull in Ivy Leagues, they literally like here's a hefty donation to you know. I know my yeah, daughter's on the wait list, but like. Maybe we could steer her more towards to like acceptance. I know. I know. Like, what makes like these couple celebrities like different from anybody else who's done this? You're, it's, this is the world we live in, Steve-O. It's just stupid. This is the world we live it's in. Just I'm stupid. on your side. Yeah. But that's why I can't wait for this documentary because <laughs> I, I really want to know what the hell they're going to say. <laughs> just like, oh, they got caught. Well, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Let's make uh, a four-part documentary of how they got caught. Exactly. I'm just curious, like, what? This is so stupid. I don't know. All right, next piece of news. Rugrats reboot video uh, reveals oh, CGI characters redesigned. So at Paramount Plus, the new uh, uh, streaming service that will be coming out, they're rebooting Rugrats, and they're doing CGI with the Rugrats. If you look it up, it looks really creepy. Not even kidding. Look it up. Like, Rugrats CGI, it, it's... Just keep it the two D animated. Just like, keep it two D. Unnecessary. You really don't need that. But I was a Rugrats fan when I was younger. This is a disgrace. It's just weird. It's actually like not that bad, but it's just it's just not like you grow up with. It just shouldn't. It's creepy. I will it's say it's actually not that bad. It looks creepy. I think we over exaggerated a little bit. I don't know. It, it looks creepy to me. I just think that they should keep it a two D, but you know we're more advanced, I guess. Yeah, we gotta we gotta show more. So, and then last piece of news. Yes. One of my favorites. So, South Park has a uh, vaccination special coming out. They did a pandemic uh, hour episode, and now they're doing a vaccination hour episode. Everyone obsessed with getting their shots, as they say. Yes. So, um, you know, if you didn't see the, the pandemic episode, I, we thought it was really funny. Super funny. It's great. So, it's. Whenever they do specials or, like, big, you know, uh, whatever, specials for South Park or anything like that, it's always uh, it's always a funny, it is. funny episode. Yeah, when was the last time they did one? I think it was a Black Friday, at least in my memory, before the like, pandemic one. Well, so the one before uh, the three, it was, like, a three-part episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, I think it was the Black Friday. Uh, that was a while ago. The Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite That scenes. was in, like, 2016 or something. Yeah, no, it was 2014. Yeah, whatever. Jeez. I mean, yeah. to our knowledge, yeah. he might have, they might have done something. Well, because I remember it was when uh, PS4 and Xbox One yeah, were yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah, I know, I know. It was the battle between yeah. that. Oh, that was 2013. Oh, so 2013. Yeah. Yeah, but I do remember my favorite, like, scene from that episode. I'm just going to share why not. <laughs> uh, is when you Cartman, well, Cartman's, like, going through the garden and, like, talking about oh, in the guy's yeah, garden. Yeah. And the guy's just opens his window. He's, he's like, he's going to betray you. He goes like, he's done this three times. He's just walking you through my garden. He goes like, he goes like, butt out. And he goes like, get the heck out of my garden. <laughs> my favorite scene right there is just. It's so, I love how it is true though. In Game of Thrones, they're always in like a nice garden. Yeah, area. they're just in the garden talking about betrayal and sabotage. And you just got this old man opening going, get the fuck out of my garden. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, South Park's, we, we digress there, yeah. South Park's Back to Nation uh, episode coming out uh, in March, uh, probably later in March, Hope yes. when the trailer does come out, we're going to share it, and yeah, be excited for it. Yeah, be excited, and yes. definitely check out the pandemic one if you haven't seen South Park in a while, oh, it's, got, yeah. it's got, it's great. It might be on HBO Max. It is. It oh, is. it is, so definitely, yeah, you can check it out on HBO Max if you got the max of HBO. All right. The max. Yeah. All right, so that's the news, and we're going to get to our topic. Because of, you know, the Oscar buzz coming on, or just award seasons, obviously, are starting because of so, the Golden Globe nominees. So what? we did last week, we did movies that we we think should get nominated, we think that will get nominated with what we've seen on the internet and stuff, that if we haven't seen the movie. So this week, we're going to do actors and actresses. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Best actor and best actress. Back. So, should we just kick it off? Yeah, you, you, can right start. you can start. start. Alright. Who do you think, so who do you think who will I be, think slash, like, you know who heard is... I'm gonna do my lock-ins, where I think it'll be for, this is Oscars. Yeah. Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. He will definitely be nominated. And honestly, that might be it. That's for, your lock-in. For, for, for lock-in, as of right now, the thing about award season is that, like, you know, you 
you kind of see how the words go. There's like there's like the writers guild and shit like that. Like yeah. you kind of see like oh who's being favored and who's not. So we're gonna have a definitely before Oscars happen and the nominations come out, we're gonna have a better idea of what like seems like to win. Right. But my lock in for right now, I think for actors, Riz Ahmed for some reason. I would agree that's with. I would one. agree that's the only lock in for sure. I think I would agree with you. Uh-huh. Uh, again, a lot of people like some other names that are being thrown. Oh out yeah, there. I mean. Anthony uh, Hopkins for the father, right? Yep, he's, his name's being thrown Chadwick, out. Oh, Chadwick Boseman might be a lock-in. I think he'd be a lock-in, actually. I think he's 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 close. I, I think he's going to be a lock-in just because of his, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. because of his passing, and yeah. it's a way to honor him. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he'll win, but he'll definitely be yeah, nominated. He, yeah, he's, he's always been a great actor, too. So Exactly. Uh, who else? Uh, well, I, we haven't seen it yet, but... Uh, I know Steven Yoon has been pretty linked into the conversation. Yeah. That's why I'm... I'm, I'm I always thought in Walking Dead he was great. He was. As Glenn as, was one of, one of my I, favorite characters. I wanted him... I wanted to see him in other stuff. And the fact that he's in a movie that's gotten so much buzz and that he's even, like, in talks of being the best actor makes me, makes me feel good because I, I really think that he's a good actor and I hope he gets even more opportunities than Minari. Yeah. Alright. Sorry. That's my rant. And then also Gary Oldman's always in talk for Mank. Yeah, I... No, he, he for sure won't win. I, I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah. Nominations, I guess he can be borderline. He was really good, but he wasn't, like, outstanding. He wasn't, like, I suppose... And when he played Winston Churchill, I heard he was outstanding. He was. I didn't see that movie. Yeah. But he, he didn't anything that blew my mind, but he was really good, so I could see that. All right. That, to our, we'll go back to the actors, though. Yeah. We'll go back. Oh, do you want to keep going for actors? Yeah, keep going back. We're, oh. we're on actors right now. We'll, right. we'll go to actresses in a minute. You, you hear Ben Affleck. Hey, he, his name... I don't... He's not going to get nominated. His name is still in the roster. I am so confident that he will not get nominated. Trust me, I don't want him to be nominated. I know you won't. But I don't I, want him, but I again, would, his name is in the mix. I know. I would put money on it that he won't get nominated. I agree with you, but like... And again, I'm sure... I haven't seen the movie, and I'm sure he actually wasn't bad in it, but you don't like... How was he? Be, be honest. Get your biasy out of it. Right, how I, was he in the movie? Genuinely, on a scale of 1 through 10... Yeah. His performance was probably like a six, seven, seven. six, seven. Uh, it's not I, bad. I think it's the movie good. itself is really good. I think, oh, but at the same time, it's a story that you like. You know where it's going. If that makes sense, like, like you, you're watching this movie and you know, like, it's. I don't want to say predictable. It's not the word I'm looking for, but it's predictable. Yeah, it's predictable. It's predictable. All right. I know what type of movie. I mean, the way back is the alcoholic who goes through all that stuff and then he gets back on his feet in the end. Well, the, he doesn't for sure get it back on his feet at the end. I didn't see it. So, <laughs> I know there's Tom Tom Hanks too for News of the World. He was really good in it, but it wasn't any of his like you know, Tom Hanks roles where he stands out. It was just a good Tom Hanks role. Yeah, he was yeah. good. It, it was just mm-hmm. a classic. Like you know, yeah. he did a very good job and mm-hmm. like. I really like News of the World. The more and more I think of it, it's just like I mean the other movies that are nominated here are better but yeah. really like people should watch that more I feel like it hasn't been marketed that much I no really it hasn't like, I really did like News of the World yeah you know, John David Washington from Malcolm and Marie again it talks but I, I don't I don't think he will I, I just don't like again he did a great job with that movie again with that movie the performances were great the story itself again it's it's an hour and a half movie about a, a couple's big fight of yeah, their yeah, relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I've been but, watching it but again, in general, their performances were oh, great. I'm sure, I'm sure, were absolutely great. And They're again, both great actors. Exactly. So it's just them, just clearly, just bouncing off of each other, one from one. So I know Keith Stanfield. No, you don't think so? No, he was really good, but I don't think he, it, like it wasn't a standout. It wasn't one where I was like, holy shit. Like I feel like those get nominated. I mean, it depends also on the year of like if it's a strong year or not. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Lakeith Stanfield a lot, by the way. I think I he's gonna be in he he's been in like every great movie recently. He was in Knives Out. He was I mean he's in a lot. I don't want to keep going down it, but yeah, he's getting up I there. I hope he gets more. Uh, oh, the guy who plays Malcolm X, King uh, Kingsley Ben Benadir. Benadir. Kingsley Benadir. I mean, you saw it. Yeah, I, again, all all the performances were great. Uh, I think just the movie itself is better. Like, I don't think their performances, like, really... Outshine the movie? Uh, yeah, I think the movie, like... More like, the conversation? Did. Yeah, more of, like, the dialogue is what drove that movie. Uh, don't get me wrong, they all did a great job, 
as actors, but I mean, yeah. like, uh, definitely the dialogue of the movie is what drove the movie. The directing, their acting was great, don't get me wrong. The guy who plays Sam Cooke, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. He, I think, if any, if I had to choose between the four actors, I think, I think he was the best uh, out of them, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, again, but his wasn't the lead role, he, he was supporting, yeah. so... Okay. He'll he'll definitely be nominated for supporting, I believe. And Uh, then it's like, I mean, yeah, none of these are like big named. And then that's pretty much it, yeah. For actors, go up. Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen's for Borat. Uh, He's actually, there's talks for him. Well, no, no, there's talks for him being nominated for supporting actor for Chicago 7. Yeah, I, I really don't. I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat 1 is my favorite, one of my favorite comedies ever. Yeah. And the second one was still. Not as good as the first, but it still was pretty funny like, yeah. for what it was. Him in Chicago 7, I don't think was, like, outstanding. No, it wasn't. It he was, was like, fine. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, was fine. Right. Like, he wasn't bad. I didn't dislike I, maybe, him. Maybe, maybe it was, was amazing fine. for him because no one ever thought he could do a role like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, uh, he was, like, fine. Yeah. I don't think he, like, blew my mind. He did not shine me. Yeah. I, there were other, I thought Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that movie was great. Yeah. I thought he was, like, him and Mar- even Mark Rylance, but, uh... Yeah, I don't think he, he will. Yeah. I hope he doesn't. Not Actually, I shouldn't say I hope he doesn't. I just think that there are other people that are better. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, last one. Uh, do you... Delroy Lindo? Yeah. He's, that's supporting, I think. No, that's first. Who wasn't the main actor in it? That's the uh, guy who got like, PTSD. He had like, PTSD for it. I don't know. He's he's listed for. Or maybe. Oh, no, maybe. List- all right. He was really as much as I really thought the Five Bloods was like overrated. He was really really good in it. Again, I I like the Five Bloods. Again, I I agree. Maybe. I wasn't a huge fan. First of all, I thought it was really long and it was unnecessarily long. Uh, I agree. There were some two scenes, hours and forty five. I agree. There were some scenes they definitely could have cut. I could agree. A lot with of that. scenes that they could have cut. Uh, but in general, I still thought it was a good movie. I yeah. thought it were definitely worth. All right. All right, actresses, locks. I think there's two. Two, in my opinion, for sure. Frances uh, McDormand and Carrie Mulligan. I got three Ben Locks. Frances McDormand for Nomadland and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I got three Locks then. And then the one that you saw? Uh, yeah, you really Kirby, love- Kirby uh, uh, my God, what's her last name? Uh, why am I blanking on her last name? Uh, I don't know if you saw it. No. Uh, I don't know if they can hear the fan on the laptop. Maybe. <laughs> um, Kirby something. Yeah, yeah, uh, you loved her. So I thought her performances were great. Like, honestly, yeah. like, she's definitely a lock. And you think that's a lock? I definitely think that's a lock. I, damn. I, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, like, that's a good... I hope. I want, I want to watch that movie now. You're, like, making me want to... I, I honestly think her performance was, yeah. like, that good. Like, in gen- Because, again, you have to understand the circumstances of what's going on in the movie mm-hmm. and what she has to... Pre- like, her performance for that is just... Outstanding. Yeah. It is really outstanding. So, I would say that's a lock. So, I would agree with you. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand for No Man's Land. Uh, and then uh, Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby from Pieces yeah. of a Woman. Yeah, so I think those three are my locks, for sure. Okay. I definitely. And then Let's see the other ones. Other names: Viola Davis. Davis. I think she she might be a, a lot of people are saying that she uh, she's great. I'm not saying she's not. She's always nominated though. She, she's a great. She's actress. a great actress. Never will never doubt it. She's phenomenal. Yep. Um, and then Yuri Han from Minari. Haven't seen it, so can't really say. But maybe. Maybe. Um, I, I've been hearing maybe Amy Adams for Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy. Sorry. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I heard that movie actually wasn't that great, but like, like actually really wasn't that great. But yeah. that Amy Adams and Glenn Close were really good. Because well, Amy Adams is a great actress. A great actress. She, I think she's won an Oscar. Pretty sure she has, or she's definitely been nominated she's before. Nominated. She's got nominated. She's definitely before. been nominated before. Oh, she might have won an Oscar. I can't think. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, Zendaya. Zendaya, of course, for, like I said, same name from John David Washington goes to Zendaya. Just the performances were great. They, they've worked off of each other, bounced off of each other. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Like, and then... Honestly, Elizabeth Moss for The Invisible Man, like, 
I don't think she should get nominated. But nominated. no, 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 I don't think so either. But I hope that she's at least in the conversation of like being borderline five because I really liked that movie a lot. I think The Invisible Man was was one of my favorites actually of the twenty twenty that I keep forgetting about. It is really, really well made. Here, here's the thing. I'm gonna go back to my locks real quick because okay. the fifth. I think the fifth one's gonna be the competitive one because I think I think there's four locks. So all right. So, Vanessa Kirby. Yes. Frances McDormand. Yes. Carrie Mulligan. And, and Viola Davis. Those are those are your locks. I think those wow. those those four are definitely going to be the locks. Okay. okay. Uh, so the fifth one will be competitive. Who will get that fifth spot? Because I definitely think. Damn, those are those are. It's it's just hard for me to do locks now because there hasn't really been like too many things happening. Yeah. But everywhere that I like see too, I know Frances McDormand, Carrie Mulligan, and I actually do see Vanessa Kirby a lot in it. And Viola Davis, so I guess they seem like that they're they're gonna probably again. The only reason why it seems like it's right right now. The only reason why I would put Viola Viola Davis as my lock is because again, this she's such a great actress, and her performances in the past, and she's won in the past. She's a great actress. Like her performances are always great. She's gonna be nominated. Like again, it's. She will. And like I said, I don't think Elizabeth Moss is going to get nominated, but she actually was phenomenal in Invisible, The Invisible Man. And if you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's on. It might still be on HBO Max. It's still on it. HBO Max. You should see it. It's really good. And it, I know what you're going to say. As always, Meryl Streep is uh, in the talks. She's not going to get nominated. She's, she better not. No offense she to Meryl Streep. She but get, I promise you. I should say I promise because it's Meryl Streep. I don't think it's going to get nominated. Uh, nominated for the movie Prom, the Netflix movie. Which uh, I heard was not good. No, like again, like I, I saw the trailer for it. I'm just like, what the heck is this? Like, and like, and there's major star power in that movie too. And I'm like, they all agree to this? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, whatever works, man. Like, uh, then and maybe even uh, yeah, Anya Taylor Joy for Emma. I don't see it happening. She'll get nominated for uh, Queen's Gambit, I think. For like limited, this is I'm not different. That, that's that's for Golden know, Globes, but yeah, she'll be nominated. Well, for Well, isn't that. there like limited time movie they can get for Best Actress, right? Not in Oscars. Are you sure? Yeah, there's no limited time movies because it's not a movie; it's oh, a show. It's a series. That's yeah. a series. Shit, I'm at Emmys. Yeah, she might win an Emmy. She could definitely win an Emmy. <laughs> yeah, definitely win a right. Golden Globe, but she ain't winning an Oscar. Fuck, I was wrong. Uh, uh, and then uh, another one is uh, Jesse uh, Buck. Uh, Buckley? Jesse Buckley. Yeah. Oh, for I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, in talks, but I don't think it will happen. Yeah. It was a good movie. Very. Really. Yeah. I mean, right, I'll watch it. It's just like I get mad. I don't get mad. It's just like it, when it gets too Charlie Kaufman. It, but it does get too yeah, Charlie Kaufman. It really I'm, does. I'm not a fan. Of Especially that. the ending. You it's gotta just... get the right amount of Charlie Kaufman, and I love how I say it like that because I've seen like all this stuff, and I think Eternal Sunshine and. Being John Malkovich are the right amount of Charlie Kaufman. And oh, no. This it, seemed like the overuse of Charlie Oh, no, it really was. It really, like, it, like, went above I'll, and... I'll, I'll, I'll watch it sometime. I just but I, I did think her performance was great in it. it mm-hmm. Especially... Oh, I'm not denying that. Yeah. She, she might get nominated. I haven't seen it, but... I uh, she, won't, she won't get nominated. But, again, her name's in talks for... And then... I think that's it. Yeah. Again, those are a lot of the big names. Yeah. In talks. So our locks, or I'll go through my locks, we'll go through your locks. Yes. My locks right now, which will obviously change as awards season goes on, my number one for actor is just Riz Ahmed. I can't think of another actor that will be locked in. As Chadwick right Boseman. Oh, damn. I'm and, keeping him in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do Chadwick Boseman too. He's my lock. Same. So I'll do that as two. And then actress, I only have two. Uh, maybe I'll do three. No. F- fuck it, I'll do three. Uh, I'll do... Uh, Frances McDormand, Carrie Mulligan, and Vanessa Kirby, just because of what you said, and I have seen a lot of that, so that'll be my again. Favorite. My my locks are uh, similar to yours, but I'm adding Viola Davis for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I think Viola Davis will be nominated. Yeah, which, I, yeah I, there's no doubt. Sure, so sure, I think sure, I think the fifth one's gonna be the tough one where it'll be borderline. It'll be borderline for a lot of those people we mentioned. But quick, quick question. Yeah, Carrie Mulligan or Vanessa Kirby for like their performances, not like in general. Uh, Vanessa Kirby. Okay. 
Yeah. I really like Carrie Mulligan, so I'm I, I'm gonna see pieces of of pieces of woman. You, you have to see it, like her performance. But I really like, don't want to see Shia LaBeouf's dick, so I gotta like. That, it, it really like it's so unnecessary. <laughs> Just like especially one of the scenes, it was a close up. The scene began with it. It's like why? That was so unnecessary. Like what the fuck? I just like I was like well, no one needs that. No one needs that. But other than that, great movie, great movie. So, but yeah, no, her performances was again. It was just so like because like be, you have to remember like like that stuff happens, and so being that mindset is not an easy mindset. So it's just like being that mindset is not an easy mindset. No, it's not. Yeah. So it's just it's very sad. It's very yeah. moving. It's very especially like. Again, I want to, like, ruin it, but part of the movie, so they're trying to place blame on the person who delivered her baby, when really the person who delivered her baby did nothing wrong. Like, she did everything she, like, was ever trained Mm -hmm. to do, but again, it was the fact that they wanted that baby's death to be justice. Like, have some, but it's just unfortunate, just, like... I know, I know. know. Those things happen, and it's no one's fault. It's, they, everyone did what they could do, but... Yeah, it was a very sad movie. I, yeah. I, I just want to write about it again. But <laughs> I, I really, check it out. You know, If I keep talking about it, definitely you need to check it out. So, all right. Is that it for this week? That's it for this week. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Steven Centrella, on Twitter at Thorndale Talk, our official Twitter page, at Steven Centrella, at Kibbles312, and also our Facebook page, Thorndale Theater Talk, and our YouTube channel, Thorndale Theater Talk, to like, subscribe, comment. Is there any other things that you follow us on? I think that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, and then remember to listen to us every Tuesday on podcast streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Breaker. All right. See you next week.